Welcome to the Rural SLP Podcast. My name is Jocelyn Woodrum and I am the Rural SLP. This podcast will be an ongoing conversation about the challenges in the workplace when you work in multiple locations. Make sure you join the Facebook group, the Rural SLP, to be part of the conversation. Welcome back to the Rural SLP Podcast. All right. In this episode today, I want to talk about dealing with those staff members that may not know you and don't necessarily trust your recommendations. I cannot recall who said it, but if uh, the know, like, and trust factor is super important for any kind of marketing and selling, we're not selling something in our work except for the idea of our recommendations being better than the status quo. So one of the best recommendations I have when you're dealing with staff that is resistant to your recommendations is getting the staff included in creating it. So you might walk up to a CNA and your your goal is to get them to implement some safety, swallow safety strategies and maybe oral care. You explain to them that so-and-so needs to be safer and because they're super high at risk for pneumonia. And we don't want pneumonia. Pneumonia makes people very sick. And say, okay, what do you think we could do? Use the word we, so you're including them. What can we do to help this person stay healthy? And they might look at you like, I uh, don't know. Like, then you can make some recommendations. You can say, well, um, what about oral care? How often are we brushing their teeth? How, how about helping them remember to alternate liquids and solids or whatever your recommendations are? I have found that very few CNAs actually get any kind of education in their classes about swallowing at all. They do have to, at least in the couple that I've witnessed portions of, I've seen that they do have to feed a resident as part of their training, but that's it. They don't get any kind of swallowing impairment strategies or anything like that. They don't know that um, silent aspiration is a thing, for example, or that oral care is closely linked to um, pneumonia risk. They don't, and they don't know that. So it's our job to train them in that, but we also want to do it in a way that they're going to actually hear it. So we are selling that idea, that concept. So that those examples come from the sniff setting and swallowing setting specifically. This applies to, um, in a school, I've had experiences with teachers who were very unhappy with the way the speech schedule ended up working out. Um, By the time that teacher got back to me, they were very unhappy and didn't feel like that any of the times would work for their schedule. I would say that one of the best ways to handle that is to, again, see if they can help come up with a strategy with you. And then I would always recommend this when you're dealing with situations where there's conflict, leave a paper trail, (laughs) Um, email, (laughs) uh, notes, whatever, keep it, (laughs) text messages, (laughs) leave a paper trail so that there there is no question later on if it does come up at another point. And then be helpful as well. Like if you're working with a teacher, offer to you know, help them finish up making copies of something. I don't know. I haven't been in a school in 10 years. So I apologize if those are outdated. 
answers. In a nursing home, you can help feed a resident if the CNAs are really uh, short-staffed. So like, I can take care of feeding so-and-so and so-and-so. It, you know, obviously you have to do it when it's appropriate and make sure that it's not going to be placing your licensure and uh, work ethics in jeopardy. I will frequently say I can get so-and-so started and then I'll have to move on. And uh, usually that's been very, usually they're very um, accepting and and appreciative of that. I have had one occasion where it was not appreciated and that was an unusual situation. And the CNAs actually approached me later and apologized for the other person's response because they... (laughs) Anyway, that's a whole nother story. So usually, usually they are very appreciative if you're willing to help feed any of the feeders. Yeah. So if you have any other recommendations on what you have done and what has worked for you when your staff isn't trusting you or your recommendations, I would love to hear them and add this, add things to the list. That would be really great. So go into the Rural SLP Facebook group. And we will have a post to discuss more recommendations to help the staff know, like, and trust you. We'll see you next time. This podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes and is not a replacement for ASHA Code of Ethics, employer, Medicare, Medicaid, and health insurance policies and procedures. And it is your responsibility to provide ethical and evidence-based therapy.